Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Guarding Tess. I watched the second half of Guarding Tess. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. In, In the, the nick of time. Ethan, why are we watching this movie? So based off the recommendation of Pedro Pascal in the previous <laughs> movie we watched... Two movies ago, which yes. was uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This was the movie, movie that uh, Pedro Pascal and his dad bonded over. Yes. yes, and I'm not quite sure why. Perhaps there was a kidnapping involved or something, and they were like, oh, that's cool. Did a kidnap happening in this movie? I don't know. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. Why else? Well, look, if you're guarding someone, don't you think that's because someone's going to try to kidnap them? Like, no. why do you have all the security around there if someone's not going to take it? You know? Because it's all about uh, the appearance that this person is being taken care of. Because the the uh, the the um, country loves Tess. Tess is a is a darling. You know, she's uh-huh. the she was the ex first lady. Oh, uh, okay. That's she's why. She's like Hillary Clinton, right? Everyone loves her. everyone loves Hillary Clinton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she ran for president. It'd be great. And there won't be much like sexist she things against definitely her. definitely didn't run for press. She doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I I don't know, man. This is a hard movie to get my arms around. I didn't hate it. I, I like certain aspects of it, but it was really hard for me it's to like. It's definitely the most like mixed bag movie I've seen in a while. But yeah. it's like, I'm not really enjoying watching this, but I'm not really like upset watching it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of like, all right, we're watching a movie. <laughs> this is a film. It feels like a film of... A past era. It feels like this would play on Lifetime Channel. Yeah. yeah it feels yeah. like... Um, like in between Sarah Plain and Tall or something. Or, or, you know, our favorite movie that we love to reference. At least I love to reference. Dad. It feels yes. like a, It feels like a movie like Dad. Yes. Where it's 100%. Just... Sarah Plain and Tall, Guarding Test, Dad. Oh, oh boy. Perfect. Find me up in the 90s. Let's That's go. What I'm Knock me about. down with nostalgia yes. for movies I've not seen. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know, it's the, that the vibe. sentiment is there. It's like, what kind of weird pitch is this? Like, hey, okay, let, let's let's follow, you know, a, a Secret Service agent played by Nick Cage um, who has to look after the aging first lady. Uh, whose like husband is not even a president anymore. Someone probably saw a report that like, oh, we're we're following Nancy Reagan around. Mm. It like, costs a lot of money for taxpayers to run Nancy Reagan around, and makes uh, sense. isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then no one cared because it's like, yeah, of course, whatever. They're president. Like, <laughs> that president's the first, the former first lady. Sure, yeah. of course. But what if she? But what if Nancy Reagan was a bitch? Oh my you god! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she wasn't just a throat goat. She was also- <laughs> Massive bitch. <laughs> Intertest. The biggest bitch in the whole wide Is world. Is that what she says? What? Does she say should she call herself a bitch? No, like she doesn't she call herself a bitch. But I, 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 she's not a bitch, really. It's it's clear that she's, you know She's, she's a boomer. She well it's she's, she's just aching for like attention is the thing. And even ah. if it's negative attention, she's willing to, to fight for it because she knows, you know, nothing bad. It's hard to really like her. Come back from the spotlight of being the president of the United States. She wasn't the president of the United States. I know, but like in that same, you know, the first lady, right? Right. Like, that's quite a big spotlight, right? But that's also, I mean, Melania Trump, like, come on. You know what's very funny? This reminds me a lot of my day with the president's daughter. In a weird way. Because it's like, it's not like she decided to be the first lady, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true, but I feel like you have a little more agency than like a daughter. No, that's true. But what I'm saying to me, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. I'm sure that yeah, I, I don't know the relationship. I imagine there's some kind of monologue happening at the very end of the movie where Tess talks to Nick Cage and is like, you know, people don't understand what it's like to be, oh, you know, the first lady, whatever, blah blah blah. You know, and I, I just imagine that's probably a scene You're that's going so to funny. happen. What? So does it happen? No, really, not at all. I man, I was so sure this movie we were- has such a 
weird ending. It's not like weird, like, oh my God, you won't believe it. It's just like, that's odd. It just it feels totally off. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm very curious. All right, let's let's talk it. about how the movie opens yeah. then. I, I mean, this movie is totally very weird anyway. I, I agree with you. Because it's like, is it trying to be funny? No. Yeah. Huh, okay. <laughs> Again, very totally confusing. No doubt in my mind, this movie's trying to be funny. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I think in moments it's trying to be funny. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, the movie opens with Nick Cage. It's his last day on the job. Uh-huh. He's not going to be guarding Tess anymore. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, what a clever writing choice. So the movie opens, we just see Nick Cage, and he's like delivering breakfast. John Don Chesnick is his name. Nick Cage. Yeah, I know. We're not calling I'm him anything else. Know. We're calling Tess Tess, though. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. We're not calling her Shirley MacLaine. No, we're, we're calling not. her Tess. No. She's wearing a wig in this movie. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. Yeah. Uh, isn't she from, uh, what's that fucking name? Frankie and uh, Gracie and Frankie? Or I the fuck? don't. Franklin think... and Bash. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was in Steel Magnolias in team, Terms of Endearment. That's right. She was in Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Yeah, she rocks in that. Uh, what's her name? Weezer? Is that her name? <laughs> Tess. Tess. You're testing my patience. <laughs> so, um, this is Nick Cage's last day on the job. Uh, we don't see Tess, all right? We only mm. see Nick Cage's reactions to Tess, and mm. he seems sick of it. She's seems... also in Bernie? Yeah, that's right. She played the lady in Bernie yeah. that uh, died. Yeah. <sighs> Bernie's so good. Bernie was a good movie. Bernie rocks. Um, and, yeah, he's just like, I came to say goodbye. Uh, we learned that he's a Secret Service agent, and he goes back to D.C., and he's so excited. He's like, you know, it was a really challenging experience guarding Tess, uh, but I'm looking forward to my new gig. And uh, the guy that runs the Secret Service, I guess, uh, is like, well, the, uh, apparently Tess reached out to the president and asked for you to stick around for another three years or whatever. Three years. Wow. Uh, and uh, a tour is what they say. Another tour with Tess. And uh, Nick Cage is like. I can't stand another three minutes with that woman. Wow. And I want to remind you, we have not seen Tess yet. So we are getting the idea of who Tess is from Nick Cage's impression of her. And I'm like, this is such an interesting way to open a movie. Because I feel like in any other movie, the movie would open with them getting to know each other. You know, like we would start the movie at the beginning of their relationship. Mm -hmm. At this point, they're already set in their ways, you Uh, know? But Mike. But it's a new era of their relationship. It's mm. the beginning of a new era because there is a major event that like splits them apart. Obviously, they think they're gonna leave, but then he has to come back. Right, so right. It's, like an, it's sort of similar, but I do agree that like there is an interesting dynamic. The fact that there's already a pre-established relationship here, and and that we are not we're we're only getting that relationship through Nick Cage's yeah. eyes. We're, we're not, not seeing it through hers. It. And so then when Nick Cage returns. We see Tess, and we immediately sort of everyone is all the housekeepers, the chef, the chef, all those people are like super confused. Like, why are you returning here? I thought you left. I thought you were off. Um, uh, and he delivers breakfast to her, and he's so angry. He looks so angry. And then we see her, and at first she looks very like sort of like old and meek and bored. But then you realize she's like toying with him. She calls oh. him like a good boy, like a dog. Oh. She um she like makes fun of him being a special agent and calls him dumb. Uh, and he like ba- he like begs her like, "Can I please? I don't want to work here anymore. I don't want to be, you know, your secret service mm-hmm. agent guy anymore. I don't want to guard you anymore." And then she's like, "No, you have to stay with me." And she's she acts like she's hurt, like, "Oh, I can't believe that." She's you acting like she's powerless, right? But, like, but she's she, not. She she's, has all the power. That. She's playing very coy. And then she's, she's like, uh, she's like, you need to stick around because I have a brain tumor. 
actually, we're just going to go to the opera. So she's like joking about having a brain tumor, mm. but it's revealed later on. I don't think she's really joking. No, she's really joking. I think she really has a brain tumor. Mm. Um, and uh, so he's like super fucking fed up. He's like, oh, I hate, I hate looking after her. He's like complaining to all of the other like Secret Service staff. And then as all this is happening, an attempt is made on the president's life. He <gasps> sees this on television. The real president? Yeah, I don't know who the president is. We, we don't. don't we don't. They just say we, we hear him over the phone. We hear yeah. his voice. I don't know. Do you ever hear him in your half of the movie? The uh, president. No, you hear about him, but you don't hear him. You don't hear his voice. Mm. He's doing sort of like a weird, like Clinton, LBJ, like uh, George W, like old, like uh, George Bush. He sounds Senior. like in my mind, he's just like eighties presidents combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, president. Uh, uh, an attempt is made on the president's life, and at the same time, Tess is whining. To Nick Cage about how she wants to play golf, even though it's like too cold outside. Apparently, and she's not very good at it. The president was per voice was provided by the writers, uh, the film writer and director Hugh Wilson. Oh, it's fun. Honestly, they did a good job because there's a couple times where the president is dressing Nick Cage oh, down. You know who they also what they also wrote? Blast from the past. Really? Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> does that that explain answers a, bit? a lot. Yeah, it really. Especially does, like it? the mixed up tone. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> they also wrote Dudley Do-Right. I like Dudley Do-Right. I never saw it. I mean, you know, it's stupid. <laughs> I guess they didn't write... I guess they wrote Police Academy, too. Wow. This fucking guy, you know? It's real, like, he was just pumping out... Real wild... Bad funky, comedy. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Mid-comedies. Um, I, and this, this moment was pretty great, because, like, you see everyone is so angry at Tess for like putting them in this position, you know, where mm -hmm. she's like, I want to, I want to go golfing. And it's like, clearly, you clearly you're just trying to piss us off. Like, yeah. you know, uh, and especially for like Nick Cage, it's like, he believes he has like, he is, he can do better for this country. He wants to give his life for the president and spend his days like helping the president out. Oh. Um, and so at a diner that night, Nick Cage is talking to the secret service staff and complaining about Tess and, He's just like, you know, I stood up to her. I told her, like, I'm not going to take any more of your shit. And then as all this is happening, there's a phone call from the in the diner's phone, and it's the president of the United States. And the president is like, I heard that you've been talking shit to Tess. I hear you're disrespecting wow. her. I don't want to get any more calls from Tess. If I get another call from Tess, you're going to be guarding my damn dog, boy. Oh, yeah. that's a boy. Yeah, I know. I mean, guarding a dog, though, seems like a pretty good gig. Honestly, like, a lot kind of, people, of a step up from guarding a lot of Tess. People, like, if you're getting paid the same amount of money for guarding a dog, like, fuck yeah. A dog just needs nearly no maintenance. And that's so close to the president. Yeah. Like, way closer than Tess is. Yeah. And so, also, like, I don't know. Just fucking, you can like put the dog if you want to keep him really safe. You can just make him not like put go it down. anywhere. You just put it down. <laughs> no, but like you know, like a person's like, I want to go outside, but yeah. a dog be like, I'm fucking fine hanging out here, bro. Yeah, like it's cool. That's you know? true. I don't know. I, I, I would have taken that. I job. don't. I would have taken it as well. Yeah. Um, next day they go to the opera. They're in two cars. Tess refuses to sit behind Nick Cage. Uh, which is a, Nick Cage farts all the time. Like, come on. Apparently it's like a safety thing. And Nick Cage is like, it is regulation. You have to sit behind me. And then he starts farting. No, uh, he's like, it's regulation. You have to she sit behind me. She hates regulations though. She, well, I, she, again, she just wants she to just, be a dick. She's just all about like, I'm just, uh, I just like the way I've been doing things. And I really like doing that. It's kind of, it's just like, it's like when someone is like, hey, you have to now take off your shoes when you go to the airport. Someone's yeah. like, I never had to do that before. Hey, you have to wear a mask. 
Yeah, exactly. No, 100%. Yeah. She, she, just, she would never wear a mask. I don't think that's what it is, though. Like, genuinely. I think it's more that she knows she's getting on everyone's nerves, but it makes her feel powerful. You're right. It does feel like it's coming from a different place. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> because in the end, you're still being a dick, it's right? It's true. Like, she's like, being oh, a I'm massive being, asshole. I'm being a dick because um, I'm really hurt inside. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So you don't like Tess? No. <laughs> Yeah, she's okay. You're on Nick Cage's side here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel I feel like I empathize with Tess. Yeah. But there is a line for me personally where I it's like, it. I empathize with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You're um, an empathetic person. But I, uh, well. Uh, <laughs> You're an empath. Uh, let's not go too far, Mike. Let's not get too hasty. But I empathize with her. Sure. But I can also still say, fuck out of my life. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, you guys just need to have a fucking conversation with each other. Like, yeah. sit down with Tess. You know, and just go like, why are you being so mean? Like, what is the matter with you? Yeah. You know, like, but they he don't. would never say that. No, he also of course not. Just like he is so dedicated to the job, like being respectful. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's all about regulation, staying, uh-huh. staying by the book. Uh, yeah. And so then they eventually uh, get to the opera. She falls asleep during the opera. People see he wakes her up. Uh, then she uh, falls down on her butt and her like fake hair falls all over her face and oh she's goodness. humiliated in front of everyone. She blames Whoa. him for all this. Hilarious. Yeah. Did people get pictures? Well, actually, she's like, I'm going to call the president on you. I can't believe you've humiliated me so bad. Even though he genuinely was just trying to wake her up to like not humiliate her, to yeah. like help her, right? And then all of a sudden, all of the people in the opera are like applauding her and like wanting to get photos of her, but like in a good way. Like they love her still, like no matter if she was like embarrassing herself. And then she instantly turns and is like, my people, like she's so happy that she's finally like appreciated and loved. Even though, as far as I can tell, it sounds like she's never been like not appreciated by like the American people. Um, So then the Secret Service staff. Uh, there's like another scene where the secret ser- there's a, like the head of the secret service is chatting with Nick Cage and he's like it's an easy job Nick like just take it easy like this is a fucking cakewalk like yeah. this isn't a hard job give her what she fucking wants yeah. she's old you know like this is easy and Nick Cage is like no I take pride in my work I don't care how much money I'm paid I don't care about all that I just mm-hmm. want I want to do fair. a good job do a good job yeah but uh, doing a good job is making also- her unhappy yeah that's yeah. fair yeah um, so it's also revealed that Tess has been drinking more. <gasps> I don't Can't know. I don't it. think that comes into play at all. I don't probably. know. I mean, I guess it means she's sad. Probably if she's drinking more, it's I can tell of, she's that's sad. easy. Like shorthand writing to be like, yeah. Oh, well, if you're drinking more, you must be sad. That is a good point. Cause I feel like even back in the day, everyone's like, Oh, what's wrong with Tess? Why is Tess being such a bitch? But I see her doing this shit. And I'm just like, she's in pain. She's like clearly sad. Yeah. She's clearly hurt. People hurt people, you know, yeah. but like, you know, back in the day, you know, I'm still I, saying don't be a dick, but you know what I'm but saying. But mental health of like back in the day was not really. Oh a, yeah, you know, no, like no, you're right. the shorthand. You're right. Was not to have her be mean. Everybody shorthand was like have her obviously drinking or whatever. Yeah. You know. So uh, next day they're at a gas station, uh, getting gas, and Tess convinces her driver uh, to take off without in, without any of the agents in the car with her. <sighs> And uh, she's like, I hired you and I can fire you. And the driver's like, I love my job. So he drives off. I love my job. Yeah. I love my job as my boss uh, tells me to do stuff at gunpoint, basically. <laughs> I love my job that I can't uh, do unless I get fired. It's a pretty good job. Like, you just drive somebody I all over the place. True. You're right, though. You do have to deal with tests. Yeah. Um, and then the local police, uh, obviously the uh, FBI agents, the, you know, the Secret Service, uh, Nick Cage, go to the local police and is like, hey, we lost tests. And they all laugh at him. They're like, again, you lost her again. So apparently she's done this before. Uh, it's it's very like a Princess Jasmine sort of thing. You oh, know? yeah. She, she just she wants just... to go out 
And meet a hot the, man. Yeah. Meet a hot man going to that Steel cave of apples, wonders. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take bread. <laughs> uh, get her hand almost cut off by the police. Yeah, it wasn't the police. <laughs> yeah, it was just a random guy. It was guy, just a random it? guy that she stole from. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking, getting, the, I'm, taking know, the law to his own hands. I'm getting it mixed up. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty You're hard getting it do. mixed up with the uh, remake, I think. Oh, is that a cop who did it in the remake? I probably I was. I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. I was too drunk to watch <laughs> to remember any of that shit. Uh, so eventually, Tess is brought back home by the, the local police. And Nick Cage is so upset. He yells at the driver, and then he yells at Tess. And he's just like, he's yelling and yelling and yelling. And it's really funny, because at one point, he's... Again, I, it's, it's, it's the thing about Nick Cage. We haven't talked enough about Nick Cage in this movie, I, I want to say. And this is my fault, because I've been the one no, that's talking okay. about the movie. He's doing a really good job of trying to appear like a straight-laced guy, uh-huh. right? Trying to take things very seriously and strict. And he's actually pretty reserved in moments. Mm. But the, then the moments when he starts to get, like, loud and, like, crazy and wild, the Nick Cage stuff, yeah. it feels forced. Almost like the guy isn't comfortable being like that, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a moment where he says, The guy like, being Nick Cage, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy uh, being whatever the fuck his character's name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like there's a point where he's like yelling at Tess and it feels very forced. He's, and then Tess like yells back at him in the same like cadence, you know, like, like making fun of him, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like a good moment where it's like Tess doesn't take him seriously whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, there's this whole scene where they're yelling at each other. And then um, Tess is like, look, I ran away because I wanted an hour or two of privacy. Mm. And Nick Cage is like, if you want privacy, you can get rid of us. You don't, you know, you can always like wave your, uh, wave us away. Like you don't need to have us around you all the oh, time. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Apparently this is, uh, she wouldn't be the first person to do that. Apparently huh. a lot of people have had that done before. And, um, but, and he's like, I'm, and, and she's like, if you want to leave, you can leave. And he's like, fine, I'm gone. And then he like gets up to leave. And then she's like, wait, if I promise not to ever run away again, do you promise to not leave? Okay. So she does like him. She likes having people around. She yeah. likes having people around a bully, you yeah. know, to, to, to belittle. And he's just uh, – and there's this almost a weird moment of tenderness where she, where he's like, it's not about that. It's not about you just running away. Like, I, I want to do, to do this job right, you know, and you're making it very difficult for me. And she's like, look, it doesn't matter. Let your hair down. Relax. Like, cut me a break. I'm an old lady. I'm, like, going to die soon. Like, let me just enjoy what's left of my life, basically. And uh, he takes this like very personally because he's she's sort of calling him like a, you know, like a straight laced dude. Mm-hmm. And then he accuses her of only wanting men agents protecting her. Ooh. Yeah. She's like, there's no he's like, there's no women agents around here Damn. by your orders. Not pulling the old sexist card. Mm-hmm. And she's very humiliated by this. Mm. And uh, she uh, like forces him out of the house. Good point. It's, it's pretty much a sausage fest. Big sausage fest. So Nick Cage is on the toilet. He's he's he doesn't he's not taking test anymore. He's just shitting on the toilet. Nice. And then the president calls him <gasps> on his home phone, and uh, he, he's on the he's on the phone on the toilet, and the president is chewing him out again. He's like, I hear that she waved her security detail. Can you imagine the fucking president calling you on the call, toilet? Calling you on the toilet about something about a person like I don't know. Like imagine to be like, oh Michelle Obama, you're being mean to Michelle Obama right now. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Shut up, Biden. <laughs> Get out of here. Fuck off. Don't you, don't you fucking... I'm trying to shit. Won't you go forgive some student loans, you fucker? <laughs> yeah, what are you fucking... What is this president doing? Yeah. Again, another movie about the presidency. Not a single mention as to what the president Absolutely does. Not. We're never going to do that. No, no not at it would, all. It would make the movie not 
as palatable for people. That's fair. That's you fair. Know? We didn't even know what Tess's like husband no, was she's standing clearly for. Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Yeah, they, there is a one moment where they compare her to Nancy Reagan, but they say that she's a little bit like more of a fighter than than Nancy was. Okay, which I'm Whatever like, that yeah, means. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nancy went for the for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, apparently Nancy Reagan was really into giving blowjobs, <laughs> according to Twitter. Uh, according to Twitter, yeah, I don't know where that rumor came from, but I just like the term throat goat given to Nancy Reagan, which is really funny to me. I love it too. <laughs> So goofy. You think I'm making fun of her? She didn't Look, believe that she thought that AIDS was a good thing for the country. So that's it's, fair. It's so it's totally fine, fine yeah. for me to make fun of Nancy Reagan. And I'm not even making fun of her. It's going to be a throat code. Yeah, you man. Know? You know what? Everything needs love. Sex positive. Yeah. Which is something she wasn't towards the homosexuals. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little hypocritical. But you exactly. know what? Good for her, I guess, to suck all that dick. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, so um, anyway, so the president's like, you get back there. You protect Tess. You know, if I hear that you aren't protecting Tess... You're going to look after my dog. Oh, man. Keeps holding it over him. That dog, dude. That fucking dog. That dog must be really cool. I wonder. Or maybe what if he really doesn't cool. have a dog? What if that's basically like Ooh. saying, like, I'm firing you? Like, you're never going to oh, work in this town again. Oh, maybe that's true. He doesn't have a dog. He's lying. Yeah. He's like a cat or something. I'm over Imagine a dog. Imagine a I was president so, with a cat. I was so excited for a dog. Yeah, actually, I think there's a thing where, like, presidents can't have cats because, like, it's not like American people don't want a president with a cat or a something. A cat person, like, president. Right? Yeah. Like, I think they're all, every president has a dog. Not every president. There were presidents that had weird-ass animals. Like, a menagerie of, like, farm animals on the... Uh, okay, but that hasn't been, like, recent. No, no, no. But I'm like, saying, back like... Back in the day, when yeah, it was, there like, was, like, pigs and shit walking yeah. around. Back <laughs> like in the day, everyone owned, like, a million animals. Yeah. Because they're just like, it's fucking fun. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares we can't care for them properly? I think the last, like, president that had, like, an uh, animal uh, was uh, Reagan, I think. No, lots of lots of no, no. She uh, the his wife, the throat goat. <laughs> <laughs> he had a goat pet. <laughs> damn. Anyway, oh, what do you look it up? You look it up. Which president? I'm looking up if any president had a cat. I don't. I, I. I probably. I feel like Taft had a cat, and then he sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Bill Clinton had a cat. Really? A cat named, that says a cat so named much. a cat uh, named Socks, a tuxedo cat. Hmm. Apparently, reported to have jumped into the arms of Chelsea Clinton after piano lessons while the Clintons were living in Little Rock, Arkansas. What a cute story you tell on the campaign trail. <laughs> yeah, um, I jumped in her arms to tell her to stop playing the piano. Yeah, and then on the <laughs> second term, they got a, go- uh, a lab retriever because they're like, well, Feels a bit more I got to get, get my second... Uh, I got to get my second win here. Lincoln was the first president to have cats. Lincoln feels like a cat guy, right? He does. Yeah. Soft-spoken guy. Yeah. Four yeah. scored seven kitties ago. <laughs> The Kittiesburg address. <laughs> uh, not many Confederate cats around here. <laughs> Cat Federates. Cat Federates, yes. John Wilkes Booth was just a dog person. Yeah, like, that's that was what it was. It. That's oh. what it was. <laughs> All right. Apparently, Lincoln okay. was quite the cat person, even rescuing three motherless kittens while visiting General Grant during the Civil War. Who? General Grant. No, who did this? Lincoln? Lincoln, yeah. That's fucking crazy. He's man. like, oh, fucking take these cats. <laughs> Where were they from? Like, <laughs> those are probably cat federates, and they were feeding information to John <laughs> Yeah, Wilkes you're Booth. right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Give me that catnip. <laughs> you, be- you grow the best down south, all those, yeah. ca- those catnip plantations. <laughs> catnip plantations. Uh, all right, back to the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so. He returns to Tessa's place, but she's not letting him in. She locked and closed all of the, the, the gates, not letting him in. And so the security have to wait outside for her to leave. 
And then eventually she does leave and they follow her uh, into town. And eventually I think they're just thinking like, oh, she's like going to pick up food or whatever. Mm. But no, she's going to the hospital <gasps> to get a little CAT scan. What's the difference between a CAT scan and an MRI? Is the CAT I, scan taking place in an MRI machine? That honestly is a great question because I always thought they were the same thing. I Googled it and I couldn't get a straight answer. And I think a CAT scan happens in an MRI machine. I think you might be right. Uh, I think the MRI is for your brain. Oh, no. It's completely different technologies. Oh. MRI uses radio waves while CT uses x-rays. All right. Well, I don't know what she got, but she got some kind of fucking brain scan. <laughs> okay. Looking at they it. both can scan your brain. They're, okay. I imagine MRI probably is better. I don't know. If, whatever. It's just two different types of tech. Lincoln needed a CAT scan. Yeah, he surely did. He got a lot. big old hole in the head. <laughs> well, Mr. President, it doesn't look like you have a brain this year. <laughs> so you're missing a couple bits here. You're Sorry. Like, I'm a cat person. You want me to feed, me, feed you to your cats? <laughs> They'll eat them. Yeah, They'll eat them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Next day, Tessa's son arrives. This part, all right. At this point, I don't like the movie anymore. This point, <laughs> at this point, the movie has completely lost me because I'm like, okay, she's got fucking brain cancer. This is when the movie starts to take a turn. It just sort of cuts away it, from the whole thing. It does not matter yeah. in the slightest, except to make you feel... Like, oh, it's basically like they wrote it in there and be like, man, Tess really sucks. Like We, <laughs> we need to give a reason, reason why we like, like her. Oh, she sucks because She's she dying? has dying of brain cancer or whatever. Who knows? It doesn't even say. We don't even say. They don't even say. They just no. scan her brain, which, you know, it's sort of She's like going somebody, medical things. It's like when someone like coughs in a movie and then like there's like blood on the handkerchief. Like it doesn't matter. They're, they're dying. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever. You anything. got the coughing blood disease. Yeah, they're, they're gone. Uh, most deadliest disease in cinema. And, and this is this is the point where I'm like, okay, this movie's getting lazy. Because like they they say like Tessa's son is coming tomorrow morning. And so we see Tessa's son arrive. We see literally it's like it's like three setups. It's not three setups, but it's like three scenes. Scene one, Tessa's son arrives. We see a front, the the front of the house. He shows up and Tessa's all excited. Next scene, they're indoors, and Tessa's son apparently is trying to like uh, sell a retirement home and is trying to like get Tess to like sign off on. Yeah. 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 And then the next scene and, and Tess is like, no, I'm not going to sign off on it. And then the next scene is him leaving. And I'm like, what the fuck was this? Is this just to show us that like Tess's son, son doesn't care? I guess about probably. her. Nobody she's cares very, about her. She's very lonely. Could have done no that in another way. Her. No, clever way. Do a whole thing. So that, that was that scene. That's the end of my half. Basically. Okay, that's in your half. Yeah. So I don't know what is going on, but she just says, No, I said no. And there's a man who's upset. I assume yeah. that's her son. That's her I guess? son. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, and I'm like, I wrote for some reason, Don't mess with Tess. <laughs> so the movie clearly communicated that. That should have been the fucking like, tagline for the movie. Don't mess, don't mess with, with Tess. Tess. Uh, so. Um, She's drinking in bed and watching old footage on her VHS of her being the first lady. And this shows me a lot of what's going on in this movie because it's just showing her that, like, she was a well-loved president, like, first lady. First lady, yeah. But then the president had a massive heart attack. Oh, my God. And there was a whole funeral, and she watched the funeral, and she sees Nick Cage in the background crying. He's (gasps) sad. Also, along with all her adult children, who do not seem as sad as Nick Cage. She has more than one child. Apparently so. Wow. None of them are saying hi to her. I guess not. Yeah. So uh, Tess then goes. This is the part where I'm like, oh, this movie's going to be great. Tess <laughs> knocks on Nick Cage's door, and he freaks out. He throws his coffee everywhere, like burns himself. He's <laughs> like, ah! And it's really funny. It's really over. Like, it's, it's legitimately really It's legitimately. I was like, this movie's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This what a goofball so this, this Nick Cage. He never lives up to this moment. <laughs> it doesn't live up to the point where Nick Cage spills coffee it's all so, over himself. Dude, 
It is really funny. Yeah. I'm going to show you this footage after the screen. I'm so and it's so, it's really good. It's really over the top. It, yeah. It's just like he, it's just full Nick Cage, like freaking out about getting burned with coffee. That's anyway. Um, so she's like, uh, Nick was like, Hey, look, um, I was wrong about you refusing protection. And she's like, do you know how much a condom out? Do you know how much? <laughs> do you know how much I will <laughs> say I watched, I watched my half with my wife and uh. she's like, they're going to fuck. <laughs> she's like, Tess and Nick Cage. I think they're going to wind up together. That, like, would, oh. that would make this movie way more interesting. I'm, I'm sad to hear that it didn't happen. No. All right. Uh, so she's like, do you know how much money we spend on old politi- political has-beens? Like, we spend so much of the taxpayers' money on that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know. I guess that sucks. <laughs> anyway, you want to come in for coffee, Nick Cage? He's like, okay. So they go- she goes in. And she's like, actually, I don't want coffee. Make me. Let's get an alcohol. Let's get an alcohol. Let's get alcohol. She's like, all right, I'm gonna make alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then says, Tess says, you know that like, the president like depended on me. You know how important I was to the president. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. We all know how important you were. He's like, do you know anything about my husband's indiscretions? Oh, went full Clinton on her. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this a Clinton reference or is it just... Bay of Pigs reference. But no one knows. So it might be a Reagan reference. Oh. No one knows. Like he was the throat goat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a twist, dude. Ronald Reagan was the throat goat. Yeah, that's right. I mean, how do you get all those roles in Hollywood? (laughs) Come on. They called him the Kipper for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me uh, see that big hog you got in there. <laughs> oh, dearie. Bring dearie. down those pants. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> oh, where was I? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's, I mean, that's look. That's one way to solve a, solve a disagreement. That's, uh, uh, yeah, hundred percent. So wait, do we know what the indiscretions uh, what a, are? What a great negotiator. No, it doesn't. She doesn't impl- oh. say anything besides implying it. Mm. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. And she's mm. like, yeah, no one knew. Anyway, so they go out drinking to a bar, and they hang out. And she's like, so what do you like, man? I want to know about you. And he's like, oh, it's not much to tell. My dad was a retired cop. My mom was some bullshit that I didn't write down. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, well, actually, you're leading out the good details because like, you were married once. And he's like, oh, you pulled my file. And she's like, oh, I would never do that. My husband did, though. Uh-huh. That's and one I, of the indiscretions. And I just read it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a nosy guy. Yeah, that's all it is. I just like reading people's like, files. It's fun. <laughs> I don't know all about them. We have yeah. all the spy network. Why does he use it? It's just going to waste. He's so naughty. He's such a naughty president. Yeah. Naughtiest president. So he died young. Yeah. You know, getting <laughs> all the read, files. He kept reading the files. They got a heart attack. Got <laughs> <laughs> to some, yeah, some spicy, all the spicy too. Yeah. Spicy <laughs> so uh, he sounds like uh, I, he, Nick Cage goes back. Hope goes back to the place. I guess he's allowed back in the kitchen. There's a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a chef. Okay, there's the big and they're guy. There are different service teams. Yeah, right? they're they are hired. They never her. got fired. No, so they're, they're like they're friends like, with Tess. They're very excited to have him back. They're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Um, but now, things are getting crazy because crazy. the current president's going to come to Summersville, which is where she lives. They're all very excited. Like she's going she's gonna to come and basically like dedicate or like uh, make a speech for this building that she's dedicating that she's reopening. Um, mm. And she's like, uh, "Will you have the cars and the machine guns ready when the president comes?" Mm-hmm. 
You didn't laugh. You don't think it's funny. Oh, that's really yeah, funny. Because like the president, the president she showing like up. She yeah. like she's got to have machine guns. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's, protection, right? Yeah, protection. Yeah, you know? yeah And yeah. she likes to weigh protection, but not for the president. No, no, no. He's important. Um. So yeah. So she has a whole big thing where she's planning it out. She's trying to uh, figure out what she wants to wear. She mm. like asks the chef like, which outfit um um really presents the thought of. Uh, elegant distance and sincere concern. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that one says the chef. She's like, I like your style. <laughs> um, so all the Secret Service people, she like, she goes and buys food, and this is a comedy scene. Let me tell you, it's a comedy scene. Yeah, is it funny? So she's at the supermarket, <laughs> and there is uh, someone there uh, with her, and she's wondering like these these cans of peas don't have prices on them, mm. and she's like, hey, can you? This doesn't have price on them. So one of the Secret Service agents. Gets on the phone, a little walkie-talkie with Nick Cage. No. Like, we need a price check on these cans of peas. Oh, no. And Nick Cage is, like, right next to the manager and is like, hey, um, what's the price of these peas? He's like, oh, it's a two-for-one special. Uh, if you buy two, it's only $3. And he's like, it's two for three. She's like, gets that message and goes, two for three? I only want one, though. Can you let, I only want one. And he says, like, hey, so she only wants one. And he's like, oh, oh I'm no. sorry, but you have to buy two. And then he done. sends the message back, and she's left. <laughs> She doesn't even care about the peas anymore. <laughs> oh, no. It's no. Pretty, pretty this good. This is bad. Pretty good. This is bad. Pretty funny. <laughs> so then um, all this shenanigans happens, um, but then the White House sends a fax. Wow. A fax. I know. What does it say? The real fax is the president ain't coming anymore. This is Nick Cage. Oh, those are the facts, He man. doesn't want to come anymore. Yeah. He is not coming after all. Currently, is a pressing matter of state, and she seems sad. You well, know, she doesn't have the attention I'm sure he's anymore. got shit to do, right? He's busy. Yeah. Um, so Tess goes and does the speech on her own, says like, I'm glad I got to remake this old building into something useful again. And maybe that's just because I'm older and I like to feel that way, mm. feel useful again. Everyone's very happy and they're all very thank. She's very thankful for this, but also seems pretty sad mm. at the same time. So she wants to go on a picnic the next day. Uh, she tells Nick Cage this down by the lake. And he's like, it's going to snow. It's going to be cold. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. And I just want you to come with me. I don't want anyone else there. I'm just going to set up the picnic and just need to go. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a sign of depression, bro. Mm-hmm. You're getting real, like, end of, like, Breaking Bad vibes. Like, they're going to, like, appear, like, next to the lake. And yeah. She's going to die. She's going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Leave me to die, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, uh, a whole uh, table set up that she's eating there. It seems pretty nice. Like, honestly, despite it being gloomy, it's a pretty nice little lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't want to leave. She she doesn't want to leave so bad that she falls asleep. So Nick Cage picks her up, puts her in the car, and the car drives off without Nick Cage. And he's like, ah, well, seems like they're going off fucking joyriding again. That's annoying. Fucking Earl. Um, so he walks back and says, hey, guys, they're joyriding. Um, just let you know, I need a ride back. Uh, can you guys like let me know, like see if you can get a beat on her, give her a couple hours, and we'll or we'll see if anything happens. But then no one shows up. She yeah. doesn't show back up at home. Did she drive into the lake? No, she didn't. This is the driver driving. She's oh. asleep basically. Oh, okay, okay. The driver just drove off. And so now it turns into a whole hunt because she's oh, they been can't find her. She's yeah. been kidnapped. Wait, really? Yes. What? I yes. was not expecting this. She actually got kidnapped. Um. Which explains the other oh, movie we saw. Oh yeah, the yeah the immeasurable 
weight of unbearable talent. Unbearable weight. How dare you? Anyway, so now there's all these people are finding, trying to find her, and he goes back into her place, and there's a whole bunch of people set up. Kind of reminds me of Succession when they're all like, we need a place to set up a war here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like that where it's just a whole bunch of people just figuring things out. Um, and it'll be midnight by then. Does it feel like Succession, like, writing, too? Like, no. Writing? <laughs> uh, no, no. And Nick Cage walks into Tess's room and Tess is like, fuck off! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, Tess yeah. is, like, missing? Like, I can't... I tried to Greg. call her phone and it, she, she didn't pick up. Is there something wrong with That's that? That's so accurate. <laughs> That's so fucking accurate. <laughs> Nick Cage should be Cousin Greg. <laughs> No, Nick Cage. Is that the first time you've ever picked up the phone? <laughs> it's so funny. You're so cute. Anyway, um, enough of that uh, alienating our audience with a show that we may have not seen. Oh. Anyway, so um, now there are three other people here, white dudes who show up. They're from the CIA. They're here to figure shit out. Mm. Uh, they have a whole search party set up. They're here to find her. Um, and they eventually, like Nick Cage, the phone call, He they said they found the car in the countryside. The driver was unconscious in the front seat. But Mrs. Carlisle, a.k.a. Tess, was nowhere to be found. She oh, has no. indeed been kidnapped. Looks like the driver was drugged. Not killed, but drugged. Mm. But he has a weird burn on the back of his neck. Some like, oh. weird circular burn, like a quarter or something was burned. This, this is turning into a whole mystery. It's very weird, I know. A very you know, mystery, big, big mystery. <laughs> what's what, what's that burn? And then they're like, hey, um, so... Uh, uh, Anyone know that like uh, we got a whole thing about all of her backstory and like what's going on with her? Did you know she was taking pills for a brain tumor? It's inoperable, says the doctor. And everyone's like, no, we didn't know that. Even Nick Cage didn't know that. She was keeping that secret even from Nick Cage, oh her gosh. best friend in the whole world. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, so a note says that there's uh, apparently they got a note in the car that says it's a fifteen million dollar demand. Jesus. And Nick Cage is thinking about this. He's like, you know. We know Tess. Yeah. She's kind of a dick. <laughs> she's she gonna, kidnapped she's herself. She's got to fight. She's going to fight back if she gets oh. kidnapped. Honestly, I was thinking that. I was yeah, like, I she think kidnapped she kidnapped herself, herself right? Yeah. It's like a no. weird way to get attention. Yeah, no. No, not actually. But yeah, she's a fighter. She's a fighter. Yeah, she's um, not just going to go down that easy. So he's like, um, maybe she used the cigarette lighter to oh. like fight, fight back. That's the little thing the in the burn back on the back of the, yeah. the driver's neck. So they interview the driver and the driver's like, oh, no, I didn't. I mean, I was knocked unconscious. I didn't know what was happening. They go to the hospital and they they look and they see the scar and they check and it it matches. He's like, this is ridiculous. And he's like, well, the FBI does continue a suspect now, so you should probably get a lawyer. He's like, I didn't do shit. I didn't do anything. It wasn't my fault. And they say, well, you know, we're going to have to get a lawyer and talk to you now. But then Nick Cage pulls out his gun, points it at the guy. And says, where is she? Oh, my God. And, and the FBI agent that's with him is like, um, let's not do this. He's like, he's pointing a gun at me. He's like, don't kill him. Where is she? Information. He's like, I'm not, I didn't fucking do anything. It wasn't me. And he points a gun at his toe. And he's like, I'm going to fucking pull the trigger if you don't tell me where she is. Oh, my God. And he's like, you, you can't do this. It's like, if we can't talk to the lawyer, we don't have time. If she's kidnapped... She doesn't have much longer. Yeah. We have to figure this out. And he's I like, love her. Shh. No, 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 no. And Nick Cage is like, I'm going to shove your toe. And he's like, no, you're not. And then he fucking does it. He shoots his toe off. What? Yep. Really? And everyone starts panicking. The FBI agent's like, uh, we need security up here. Oh, my God. Crazy. And uh, how is Nick Cage handling like, this scene? He the actor? is 
all over the top. <laughs> Amazing. Great acting. Just absolutely screaming the whole time. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to go shoot the other toe because he tried counting. I'm going to count the five. He only counted the three and shot his toe off. Oh, he's like, no. I'm crazy. He's like, fine, fine, fine. I admit it. I wasn't my idea, but she's in an abandoned farmhouse. Wait, he did. He was behind it. He was part of it. At wow. least part of it. I know. Well, it turns out if you torture people, get your Guantanamo Bay. Gotcha. Waterboard. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Waterboard at least gives you a toast. Still, so I don't know. Uh, so the next scene is a bunch of agents breaking into a farmhouse. They capture some guys. The guys are like, oh, yeah, we buried her in a barn over here. And like, where the fuck is she? There's this little tube and they uncover the tube and, and she's, she's like there. under there. Whoa. And it's not just like, oh, I was like, oh, man, well, it's probably like a compartment under the. Um, no, it's just dirt. They literally just buried her and put a hole there. Damn. And so they all start this digging is, her. This up. is dark. It's weird. This and dark. is weird. OK, this is not a comedy anymore. And that's what I mean. I'm like, is it a comedy? No. So they're digging her out. And she's like, you better hope she's still alive. Nick Cage is furious. He's like, me me and the boys want to help dig because it's mostly the FBI at this mm. point. And they're like, no, well, all right, you guys can help dig. So they all help dig. They get down there, and she's unconscious. They see her. She's unconscious. Poor Tess. Nick Cage is like, get some soap, water, and blankets. No one could see her like this. What a good guy. Wow. So then they bring her out. A uh, helicopter appears, and everyone's yelling. Um, so they get her on there, and everyone's starting yelling for Don Chesnick, Nick Cage, who is trying to leave. He's right. going in a different car. And they say, the lady's awake. She's not going anywhere without her Secret Service detail. So the helicopter pilot has to kick a bunch of people off. So old CIA agents out of here mm. to get the, her old um, service Security detail on board. Detail, yeah. mm-hmm. Including um, the cage. She's awake. And she's like, how long did it figure you? How long did it take you to figure out the <laughs> cigarette? Like, it's okay. Just be uh, quiet. It's all right. How Relax. long? Uh, I'm going to be a throat my goat, bra- Nick Cage. <laughs> my brain tumor is coming up. <laughs> Where am I? I'm going to be a throat goat. I'm taking a switch in Gagging careers. Tess. Wah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be those screaming goat yeah. memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, how long did it take you to figure out the cigarette burns? Yeah. And he's like, oh, actually, it took me about like 20 hours. But and she's like, oh, it was so obvious. <laughs> she's like, shut up. I'm the one who found it. And, yeah. You know, they're back to their old self. Oh, yeah. And so she's getting out of the hospital being discharged and she doesn't want to get in the wheelchair. She can walk fine. But the doctor's like, that's company policy. You have to be in the wheelchair. And she's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And Nick Cage is like, hey, man. So it's like. <laughs> The regulations aren't that tight, and the guy like looks at him, and he looks back at Tess and says, "And Tess, get in the goddamn chair." <laughs> and she just looks at him and says, "All right." She gets to the chair and rolls out of the hospital, and everyone waves. She says, everyone. "Yes, Daddy." <laughs> she starts waving at everyone, yeah, and um, waving and saying hello, 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 <laughs> and everyone's like a, very excited. They get in a car and it just flies off. <laughs> yeah. What's and going on here? Nick Cage is back to being a Secret Service agent. You're they right. just walk away and the movie ends. Wow. That's a bad movie. <laughs> it's not great. I, you know, Pedro Pascal really needs to re-examine his relationship with his father. It was him father. and his dad, yeah. It was him and Pedro Pascal. was like the character he played, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, Nick Cage is doing great work. Nick it's Cage Honestly, is... it's not even the acting that's the problem. It's, it's just not. Like, it's just the script is just bad. Weird. Weird tone this weird movie Weird tone took. all over the place. Like, Why not? Funny. Just have it be these two guys just like fucking bouncing them playing off each other. You know? Yeah, honestly, I feel like they had like there are moments of chemistry. I'm like, this could be a better movie. Oh, 100 percent I must feel like they could have just improved and had more fun. Yeah, yeah. But like I feel like the writing was just so stiff and 
weird. It just it felt it, very like, joyless. Complete, yeah, and it completely like sideswiped in this weird turn yeah, about like her kidnapped, kidnapped stuff and the kidnapping was just such a short plot and they kidnapped by so like quickly. a friend of hers too like a person and she other, hired there were two other people involved but yes still it was basically like it's crazy it was it was bizarre and they mm. were just and it wasn't they really go anywhere except the fact that like nick cage obviously cares about her right and that's it yeah and it's funny because like actually the driver at one point didn't mention this starts saying like nick cage you should be looking at him, not me. He's the one who says he fucking hates her and never wants to work with her again. Right, right, right. And he's like, oh, I mean, I did say that, but like, it doesn't, I didn't do it. Like, I obviously was not there. I'm even a peer, though, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't drive the car. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's a very It's weird... like when you play like one of those like hidden role games and somebody's just trying to like accuse anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I think Nick Cage and Shirley MacLaine did a very good job with what they were given. I just don't but. think it was a very. I mean, the directing also very bland. It very just, bland. It just felt like such a boring movie. Like there's so many people that just look like all FBI agents, which is just all men, just a bunch of just white dudes, old white dudes just hanging out. And yeah. It's just like, I don't know, man. There's really not a lot going for this movie, but it's not really like a. a it's not an. Exp- especially bad movie no you know it's just a it's a middling film and but like the problem is it's like we love middling films on here because it's fun to talk about yeah that's true but i feel like this movie doesn't really have a lot of meat on its bones in terms of no not at all it's just kind of like dull yeah it's kind of like a sleepy movie i must feel like it knew it was sleepy halfway through and then they were like well let's have her get kidnapped that'll be fun yeah right yeah like it comes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. but it still is like it just feels out of nowhere and out of place. And by that point, you're, that's already, not, yeah, you're that's not invested. Thing. You're not invested, really. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You're like, I care about Tess. I care. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> man. I feel like... I, I was curious. Yeah, is Tess going to die? I was like, going to say, I feel like... I, actually, hearing your half, though, did make me enjoy this movie a little bit more. I liked my half of the movie up until the halfway point. But, yeah, up until then, I'm like, yeah, I like seeing these two people just like... Yeah. You know, just be goofy. But then they're like, oh, we have to have a plot. Which is so, which is the worst kidnapped. parts of these types of movies. Sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah, it is. Not having a plot is good. You know, they. I feel like only recently people realized that, like, just have a vibe movie. You yeah. know, like no real plot. That's what I thought this was gonna be. No, they, I thought this was gonna be a full on. Stakes vibe. were suddenly raised. You yeah. know, because otherwise it couldn't be a premiered on Lifetime. Mm, yeah, that's a fair stakes. point. Yeah, you have to have a woman in danger in order to put it on Lifetime. Exactly, channel. exactly. Yeah. And have a man rescuer, mm. and maybe they could have some sort of sexual chemistry. Why not? Or maybe they don't, but I think maybe they, they do. do. I do. Come on, man. Yeah. Do you guys have sexual chemistry with Nick Cage? Email <laughs> us. Email the other half podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous In the Nick of Time episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read on the show no matter what it says, even if you're talking about how much of a throat goat you are. <laughs> yes. I want to read a little fact I found off IMDb, which I oh, thought yeah? there wasn't many, but apparently there's quite a few. The scene in the Secret Service office where the television shows civil unrest in Aguadol uh, affecting the president in the film. The footage shown was actual news coverage from June 1992 when President George Bush was in Panama, Panama for a speech as a mass of protesters were present. Gunshots and tear gas broke out, Whoa. causing Bush to evacuate. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. That's that's funny. Good use of Can't, actual real. I know. I was like, hmm, yeah, footage. Hmm, yeah, interesting. So yeah, I mean, also the footage, also they're like. Actual real. are pretty boring. To it's be a pretty boring film. Yeah. How many uh, plastic teeth do you get in it? Two. I think I'm going to give it two as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like. I liked me... it more than the Western movie. The Western movie is like weird and like more interesting in a weird way, though. Like, I felt like I had more fun watching the Western movie. I had more fun talking about it, I'd say. 
maybe yeah i guess that's true this was it was yeah yeah i, I don't know at least that movie at least had like pretty colors sometimes i don't know no, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't, right? <laughs> yeah but i mean as you say maybe the next movie will raise the stakes mm. good night everybody mm. <laughs> Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as theotherhalfpodcast.com. If you wanted to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to if you don't want to. It could be purely about the podcast but if you do want to it's really great and sometimes i'm on stream too every other thursday check it out we play horror games specifically you can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever ethan's live on twitch which is pretty often you get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch ethan's stream yeah so come join the discord is your oyster guys do whatever you want with it the discord is your oyster